Hey mama, thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. But before we get into the conversation that I have planned for you today, I just have to let you know about our wellness. So since we have upgraded our family's wellness toolbox to include essential oils, we have really started to see our family, myself, my husband, and our kids really thrive and it has been incredible. We're no longer living from a reactive state, but we're living proactively and it has been so empowering and I would love to share them with you. If you are ready to upgrade your wellness toolbox, go to my website, wholesomemama.com and click on the essential oils tab and I will absolutely help you out and get you started. But now let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Wholesome Mama Show. If you've spent too long in survival mode, waking up already feeling overwhelmed and spending your day counting down to bedtime, then this is the show for you. John 10.10 says that we are called to a full, rich, abundant life. You were created to be well, body, mind and spirit. So now let's live that out. I'm Elise and I'm on a mission to empower women through simple strategies and mentoring to find their purpose, to be physically, emotionally and spiritually well and to tap into that abundant life. Join me for conversations to help you be whole. We'll talk about faith-based living, intentional parenting, navigating relationships and marriage, holistic wellness, how to find and live in your purpose, and so much more. Let's get into today's episode, make yourself a cup of tea, and get ready to thrive. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of The Wholesome Mama Show. I'm so grateful that you are here right now listening to the conversation that I have uh, planned for you today. So today I really wanted to talk about what is holding you back in your life. So maybe it's just in general, but particularly uh, I want to speak to the mamas and talk about what's holding you back in your motherhood or just your home life. Because I think that there's so many things that can hold us back, but we maybe just don't take the time to actually stop and assess our situation and where we are at physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and even just our mindset of what is going on in our life. So maybe you are being held back by overwhelm. Maybe you look around your home and it is just super overwhelming. There's just stuff everywhere. It never seems like it can get clean. Maybe you feel like your days are just running you. Maybe fear is holding you back. Maybe you are going through that fear of rejection or fear of what other people are going to think like we talked about a few episodes ago. Or maybe you do have a limiting mindset. Maybe there is that voice in the back of your head that tells you you're not good enough. You can't do this. You know, that negative little little voice in the back of your head that's there. Maybe you have spent too long listening to that voice and now it is ruling your day. So there's a few questions that I really want to ask you at the forefront of this episode and I would love for you to take some time to really actually think about your answers Um, because knowing answers to these few questions, you can actually gain so much clarity around your purpose and your vision for your life. And when you have purpose and vision, you then have the energy and motivation to get stuff done and go out and do your thing. So what is your end of life goal? At the end of your life, if everything is said and done, what's the one thing that is going to have meant the most to you? 
that you have or haven't done? And I know that's a really, really big question, but have you ever even thought about, thought about that? And then for some less intimidating questions, what part of your day-to-day life is overwhelming you right now? Maybe it's um, the dinner bath bed routine. Maybe it's getting up, getting breakfast, getting out the door. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's uh, the cleaning. Maybe it's to just you have a massive to-do list that you've got to try and stay on top of. And so thinking about that, do you feel stressed by your home or is it a haven that you enjoy spending time in? When you are home, if you are just home alone, are you stressed or do you feel at peace? Do you enjoy being home really? I guess is the question there. And then the next question, are you making memories at home? Are you living the life you want to Or do you find yourself yelling at your family, beating yourself up? Um, Because I guess really the overwhelm maybe just got to you too much that day. So really, I guess it comes down to three things. A limiting mindset. So that negative voice in the back telling you you're not enough, you're not enough, you're not enough. Fear. You're worried that you won't meet those expectations again. Uh, you're worried about rejection, you'll have a fear of judgment, things like that. Or maybe it's just overwhelm. You are so overwhelmed. So today I want to have a conversation with you and share around three ideas of how we can overcome this feeling of feeling like we're stuck in that overwhelm. So the first thing is to know your core values. So what are your core values? And looking at those questions that I just mentioned, that should give you a clear idea of starting to understand your core values. So what is standing in your way of you reaching um, those values or of you prioritizing those values? So what's standing in your way? Is there a limiting belief that you have that is holding you back? So then what you can do with those core values, you need to align them with daily action plan. So what is one thing that you can do today to help you become more of that value that you have? So maybe for instance, um, I really value my marriage with my husband. That's one of my top values. And so every day I want to do one thing that really prioritize and moves me more towards that so maybe that might be date night or just taking time to really be intentional about having a conversation it might be buying a gift something like that so take your big goals and maybe you do have big goals for your life but break them down into action-sized steps that you can just take each day to get you closer towards where you want to go And then the second thing is to cut off your to-do list and free up your days. What takes up your space takes up your time. So maybe you do need to clear the physical clutter around your home so you have more empty spaces in your home so you have more space to then breathe. There's a saying I really love, how we spend our day is how we, of course, spend our life. Uh, And that is by Annie Dillard. And I love that because life is really just made up of many, many, many days. 
And so I think that it's important not to let the overwhelm get to us in a place where we're just going through life in survival mode, living the mundane to really actually thrive, to start to own our time. We can live the life that we want to live. And now I'm not saying that you have to go and be a full minimalist. I certainly am not. But I do like the intention around minimalism. It's the focus of things that are most important to us and the removal of anything that distracts us from those things. So it's just getting rid of all the excess distractions so we can focus on what truly matters to us. So what are you willing to let go of in order to focus on what matters most? First thing you need to know what matters most. So that then comes back to uh, why before I asked you to know what your values are and uh, what your goals are. So a few things that I ask myself when I'm going through clutter, and maybe we'll go through this in the Facebook group at a later date. Um, but when I look at something, I'll say, have I used this recently? Is this item actually helping me? Is this making a difference in my life? What would life be without it? Would we still be okay? And then those questions give me a pretty clear indication on whether or not that item is helping me focus on what's important or if it is a distraction. And then the third thought on overcoming the overwhelm is to own your time. So I'm very big on you own your day, your day does not own you. Uh, and sure, you can't do this every day because life happens. But if you have this as your general go-to, when life does happen, you have the room and the ability to accept that and go with the flow. So you have the time and you choose what you do with it. So one thing that I recommend doing is printing off or buying a monthly view calendar. I really like to see my uh, month as a whole in advance. I just find that um, weekly calendars, I was still filling up too much, but I like seeing the month as a whole. Get a monthly calendar, write out everything you have coming up that month. So everything that you have to do during that month, put it on that calendar. Okay, so decide then on your top three to five priorities. So they would be either things that you absolutely have to do that you have no choice to do, and then things that align with those core values and your goals and those action steps that you want to take. And everything else on the calendar that doesn't fit in with those priorities simply becomes a no. Learning to say no is such a gift that you can give to yourself and your family. I have previously been a yes, 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 yep, yeah, I can do that, I can do that, I can do that person. And we really felt it at home because I was exhausted because I was trying to do too many things that I felt like I couldn't do any really well. And so I got to a place where I had to decide what am I going to say no to? And then my husband and my children, actually then I was able to give them the time and the attention that they deserve. It's your time. It's your life. You need to decide how you spend it. So know what you value and honor that. 
And then two things in here that I like to do is what can you automate? So assign a day for different things. So for example, Friday's online grocery shop. It's putting in the rhythms of doing things when. So my mum has my kids on Thursday. So Thursday for me is a busy day because I'm trying to get a lot of stuff done while I don't have two toddlers running around. And then the second thing under owning your day is what can you delegate? So can you ask for more support? So ask a parent if they can have your children or if you don't live near family, see if you can trade time for babysitting. We'll mind your kids while we go on date night this week and then next fortnight you have our kids while we go on a date night. Things like that. Hire a cleaner. Get meal prep boxes if if that's going to help you. So asking for more support and more help from those around you helps free up so much time yes but also mental stress on you because it's one less thing that you have to get done and do and it's one less thing then that is stressing you and overwhelming you owning your day and prioritizing your time when you break down your month and then you look at your priorities and look at your days you can then find the cracks and realize where you're wasting time and it may be that you're sitting down after the kids are in bed on social media scrolling for an hour where you could be having a conversation with your uh, husband about the day or even just dreaming together. And then another really practical note is maybe you could just wake up a little bit earlier. Wake up a little bit earlier, set in a good morning routine uh, and set your day up for a win. I talked about that in a previous episode earlier about setting your day up for a win and having a good morning routine, Uh, you might just find that the overwhelm will be so much less because you are already on the front foot of your day. As a mother, I never want to get caught up in living stuck, in living in survival mode, in the mundane, just trying to get through the day, just trying to make it through till bedtime, feeling like a hot mess all the time. One of my goals is to not be that way. And so that is why I wanted to share this conversation with you today was because I would hate to see any of you like that too, that you were just trying to get through, trying to make it through, but really you're feeling just overwhelmed and it doesn't have to be that way. And that's what I'm here to tell you today, that it doesn't have to be overwhelming. You don't have to live with that limiting mindset that you're not enough, that someone else is doing it better, that that if you just own your time, cut the to-do list of a million things and just have a few, like two or three actionable steps that each day are just getting you closer towards that goal and that value that you have. And you know what? Someday that goal will be, I'm just going to do the grocery shop today and I'm going to vacuum the house. And that's great because then you don't have that little niggling negative voice in the back of your mind going, oh, you didn't do that. Oh, you had 12 things on your to-do list and you only did three. So guess what? Only put two or three on there, even if you're already going to do them. And then you are reaffirming to yourself that actually I can do this. And you are rewiring your brain to make those more positive connections. So you absolutely do not have to stay stuck in the state of overwhelm, but you can move into 
this ease of grace and flow. And that is where I want to spend my motherhood. And that is where I want you to spend yours as well. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of The Wholesome Mama Show. I pray that you're blessed by this conversation. And if you did get something out of today's episode, I would love for you to take a moment, leave a review, subscribe, and even share this episode on your socials. And please don't forget to tag me at Wholesome Mama. And also, did you know that we have a community that is fully based around conversations happening in this podcast? Search on Facebook, The Wholesome Mama Community, and I will see you in there. Let's share the love and light and help more women to thrive.